Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Andrea Donnelly is an extremely powerful quantum healer. She really gets that 5D magic, baby. I love her so much. And she's been a client for a long time. She initially joined the cohort with me in 2020. And then also the first round of Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind. And in today's episode, we go really deep into her experience because it is such a multifaceted, multidimensional container to really like get you essentially living in this like new world energy, right? And just playing in the quantum at a totally different level, receiving from the quantum at a totally different level and really mastering, right? Like working with the 5D, but like in your 3D life in a number of powerful ways so that you can step into that deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism. And Andrea's experience is so powerful as in her case, um, she was already quite psychic, et cetera, which is still an area that we focus on in the container, but really needed support like in that embodiment way and actually having her 3D life like reflect the information that she was able to or she is able to tune into on the 5D and that figurate energy between the 5D and 3D, that's where it's at, baby, um, for really up-leveling all areas of your life. And I'm so passionate about this container. You just, you'll never be the same afterwards in such a magical way. It's such a reclamation of who you really are, of the divine feminine, that that energy that the earth has been calling for, and it's going to actually lead you into a life of ease in all the ways. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode it's a good one. And Feminine Magic and Many of the Mastermind, like I just mentioned, is open on pre-sale now. This will be your only opportunity to save 888 on the container. I've also introduced a new extended payment plan, which is a vibe. And pre-sale closes end of day Friday, August 20th. So be sure to jump in now. You can just chat me if you have questions, if you'd like to join, and we'll get you all set up and off to the races. We start in October. And I'm I'm really excited. The level of talent that I have teaching as guest experts is insane per usual. And it's all the fucking things like all my work is. Um, But this is really like the deepest way to work with me. And I love it as well, because this is my only container that also has Voxer. So I'm really able to like see what's going on with you and coach you real time. You create such deep, intimate sisterhood with the other women in the container I keep saying this to one of my clients who's inside of it now in this round that's been closing up before I open the next one. Well, the next one's open for enrollment, but you know what I mean? Before we start in October, really describe this as a experience that all women on the planet need to have. And I wholeheartedly agree. I love you so much and enjoy the episode. Hi, Andrea. Hello. 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 <laughs> I'm really excited to have you back on the show. You've had a few appearances now. 
Oh God, you know, I could talk to you forever and ever and ever. I am also really happy to be here. This feels like really divine timing also just in terms of the, the day that we're recording this and like the, you know, the personal growth that I've experienced. This is a perfect, perfect day. I love it. And I love how the timing always works out because we'll plan things. This happens to me all the time and not really even being paying attention to like why we planned at certain times and then something universal will show up or something in our personal life. And it all just makes perfect sense. So that's really beautiful that you say that I have that happen often. Yeah. And uh, just let everyone know who's listening to the show. I've invited Andrea Donnelly on. Andrea, what title are you using now? Um, I'm using Angelica. You have about like 10 different things going on. <laughs> I have like 10 different things going on. My guides have been really into calling me the queen of the cosmos, which I really like. Um, I love that. And yeah, yeah, I angelic alchemist. And um, what is it? You call me witch of the sages. I love that one so much. Um yeah, I feel mentor that that one feels very tangible. I get that one. I love all the witchy ones too. I love that one too. It is. It's really good because that is really, you're the one who crafted that also. And I, I resonate with that one so deeply because it is, you know, when people call themselves not, I appreciate this enormously, but I feel like it's like the next level version of calling yourself like an intuitive coach. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I totally understand. Well, and it just makes sense for you because you really like pretty much explicitly, um, what's the word? You only are like playing, not only, I don't mean that in like a limited way, but your realm is very much the 5D realm versus really like moving between the different realms, you know? So that's always why the word celestial more than even intuitive. I know naming is interesting. I like, don't even think my title. I'm like, we're so many things now. I kind of just don't think about it anymore, (laughs) but but I understand what you mean. So anyhow, I've invited Andrea on to the show today. Andrea has been a client now since when did you sign up for the cohort? It's been about a year and two weeks, I think. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so we'll say a year. Yeah. So last summer, Andrea joined the cohort. What we're going to focus on tonight is Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind. It's so beautiful because Andrea is one of the women who actually saw me birthing Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind before it was here. And it's really cool, like a really like incredible circular moment to have her here because she actually was experienced the container. And it's really my container that is such like a deep, deep immersion into the embodiment of feminine wealth, magic, and magnetism and pleasure. And just truly like on a pretty like permanent level, switching us into very much of this like new earth energy. And when I say new earth, because I know we, we use that phrase a lot, it sounds very like woo, like what are we talking about? But when I use it, what I mean is just like accelerating us into these new ways of living, right? Where we're really using like magic and energy and we learn how to move energy and we learn how to move through our shit faster, how to call in faster, um, generating like that heat and magnetism from our bodies. You know how much I love embodiment work. 
you know, quantum leaping, collapsing timelines, like just essentially moving through the world like a deeply embodied witch, right? And defying essentially all the laws, all the rules, all the everything that we all learned growing up is required for success. And it's all a lie. And so it's been so powerful for me to lead this container, to have the guest experts who've just been phenomenal um, inside of it as well. And then to watch the women who were in this inaugural round, you know? So I've invited Andrea on to chat about her experience. And I'm, yeah, I'm just so excited because I haven't actually asked you that many deep questions about it yet. <laughs> so it'll be my first time hearing everything too. Yes, yes. This is really, it, it was, it was amazing. I did. I saw this container um, before it fully manifested. And what was it? I called it? Harry Potter School. Harry Potter School. Oh, I love it so much. And it is, it is Harry Potter School for those of you who are, you know, dorks and are into that. <laughs> like me, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. Um, so I, I really love it. And, you know, I was born um, remembering a lot. And one of the things that I've always just intuitively understood was the sense of witchcraft, like however you want to, you want to put it. Like I just intuitively understood how to do things like spells and, you know, just like working with the natural world. And when I saw this container, it just, it lit me up in this way because I mentioned this recently in a, in, in another interview that I did, but you know, I was, I went to college in 1997 and I was, very much always on the spiritual path. And I, as a young person, started to learn meditation and get myself involved in all of this spiritual stuff. And I'm not knocking any, I mean, millions of blessings times infinity to everyone who I worked with and was in programs with and, you know, all of that. But there was this way that one of my biggest dreams at the time was that the world would shift to the point that like this would be celebrated. And I always saw this coming and I was just basically like waiting with bated breath for the planet to catch up with that and for it to expand beyond just, you know, like older people who had gone, like when I was young, when I, what I, the reason I brought up the 97 thing in my college experience was, you know, I flew to learn a really hyper intense type of meditation my senior year of college. And it was me, my college partner, my sister, and then people who were in their like 50s and 60s and were in a really different place of life. So this to me now to like see younger people talking about this, to see the kinds of women who are in this container who would not have necessarily like perceived themselves as people who identified as like, you know, a person doing act of magic. Um, and just to watch it play out, like it's literally my dreams coming true. And I'm just tickled. <laughs> I'm tickled. I love that. My family's Southern and that's like a word they use in the South. It cracks me up. I love it. <laughs> so what was going on kind of in your life, your business, et cetera, before you joined Feminine Magic and Money? And what kind of led you to answer the call to know that you wanted to go on this like really beautiful experience with us? Before, 
before this all came to fruition, um, I was at a point in my business. So for people who have heard me talk about this before, um, you're familiar with, you know, just the craziness that has been in my life. I called it like a 40 year long dark night of the soul. Um, the very condensed version is that in 2019, I was laid off from my last job and it was a long time coming. I had been very serious. I had been injured and I had had a very grueling back surgery in 2018. And I was looking at, I was looking at permanent disability. I was, when you met me, I was wildly different than I am now. And so, um, I have, I got, I I was, on short-term disability for this chronic pain and this nerve, these nerve issues that I had. And I got rejected from long-term disability and I got rejected again and I got rejected again. And it just became abundantly clear that what I was supposed to do was to really take the gamble on myself. And I had always known that I was supposed to do healing work. I was always shown in my own meditations. I've had a very communicative relationship with my guides since I was a little kid. I always knew they literally from the time I was little were like, someday you're just going to know. It's just going to be, you're just going to like wake up and you're just going to know it's time. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So it became clear that it was time. I heard you last summer. I was like, I need to work with this woman. Join the cohort. Fast forward then to the winter when you, when I saw this experience and you were starting to realize that it was going to come to root. And one of the things that I really needed was, was support. Um, I had always been part of academic and punk and intellectual communities, which were wonderful and um, really helped me in a lot of ways. But I was living in a spiritual closet in a lot of ways. And I knew that as I started to be more vocal about my business and, you know, become the person who was talking about like angels and aliens in public, that things were going to shift and that people that I had loved for a long time were not going to understand what I was doing. And so to me, the really, really big draw was that I knew that I needed to also not just have a deeper community of support, which is what FMM was really, really offering in this way, but that I needed to do a lot of very, very deep intergenerational healing. Um, You and I have talked about this a lot. But one of the things that happened, not just in my family, but God, and how many people have the same story, which is just that, you know, instead of my family being happy for each other when good things would happen, there was that idea, which is right, the like, oh, just this like sense that when something good happens to someone else, that you're somehow taking something away from everybody else. And that was completely counter to everything I had always been shown about the way that like things actually work. Right. And so to me, that was the big thing was that I knew I also had a lot of like womb healing that I had to do. And this container specifically, I was shown, oh my God, wait, I was just reminded also, sorry to distract myself, but never forget that my guides also told me that this container was going to help me find my husband. So um, I was shown a lot of different reasons why it was going to be really good for me to be in that energy. And I mean, for those of you who are not, who somehow just like magically are finding Jocelyn now in this moment, your energy is truly unstoppable. I have never met anyone else 
who possesses the same understanding about how to magnetize and amplify and move in money in a way that is truly 5D and is really that economy of generosity where when good things happen, it creates an economy that allows everyone to thrive around you instead of like trying to like stab people in the back. And, you know, like all of those like icky, gross, really weird 3D dynamics that were not just part of friend groups, but were things that I repeated in relationships and, you know, like the whole kit and caboodle. It just it was over and over again in my life. So that was really what what prompted me. Do you want to just as a segue explain? I talk about the economy of generosity, which I always say I, you coined. What that means for people who are hearing it for the first time? Yeah. So <clears throat> years ago, I read an article that was it was about a study that had been done. I don't remember where it was done, but it was about um, food stamp benefits and how for every one dollar of food stamp benefits that what they found in this study was that it generated $8 for the local community. And we're told this, we're told this whole thing about how actual, you know, fiscal responsibility is the way to build the economy and blah, 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 blah. And like all of this, again, that like sense of stinginess and like infighting and not wanting to like share and really take care of each other in this deep way. And what I was always shown in my own life was that, that when I would give like a dollar's worth of energy or a dollar's worth of love, that it would come back to me times infinity always. And I was always super protected in spite of what should have been. I mean, my life was not easy, but it should have been even more crazy and rockier than it was, but I was always really divinely guided. And so I, yeah, that, that I term the economy of generosity is like how I've always conceived that sense of just like, what is good for you is good for everybody and for the planet and for the stars and beyond. I love that. And obviously I embody so much of that in my business, right? Um, And it's real and it's powerful. And we just, we're all like all walking each other home with our different forms of magic. So to me, it feels, it feels very like of the time, right? Like, and your gifts, I mean, we work in different ways, but you and I are very similar in terms of our gifts, our channeled wisdom, You know, like I didn't go to school to become who I I realized like the business portion, obviously I have a lot of sales and marketing experience from my prior careers, but all the magic and all the embodiment and all the channeled healing and just everything just comes through me. Like it's just channeled and your gift works very similarly. Um, And it's really, and thank you for the note around how I move with money because it's real. And, you know, I know this is proceeding. I just had my first hundred K month in July, which is so, (laughs) I mean, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) No, I do know, (laughs) but it's wild because I'd been cruising around like 50 K cash months for a while. And like, that was cool. That was the vibe. Right. But I was like, I'm at the next level and I know it. And it's just so wild to have gone through, right? Feminine magic and money. And obviously we're going to get into your deeper experience because 
even in teaching it, I've been embodying it at a whole new level, right? Because I'm taking you guys through processes so much more often and we're in our Voxer chat and it's so present every day. And so that keeps it so top of mind to be like doing all the things we do inside the container. And like, I've even become more hyper-focused on how energy moves and how, and right, like obviously it's different there's different shades for different people depending on their background, what they've been going through, which is why I like the intimacy of the container. Cause I can be so deeply in everyone's like life and stuff. But I just feel like I've even gotten a, even more nuanced view around like magnetism and creation. And I've been so magnetic during this time of teaching in this container while obviously helping that you guys learn and do the same. And I'm like, that's just so crazy. And I, you and I talk about, right, like living in the quantum all the time and what's possible. And it's not even to toot my own horn. I'm always just a living example of what's possible. And, and I always talk about these things. So of course I'm doing them, but isn't it crazy to go from 50 K months to a hundred with nothing in between? Well, when like we it doesn't so- even make any sense. No, it's so remarkable. And one thing I really love about you and I love about your energy and your container is that you also really like you and I work in both directions and I saw you, right? Like, oh yeah, right. I saw you. We were, one of the things that we were working on was just like making that space for you. And I saw that in like June or July that you were going to hit this goal. And it's so surreal. Like I literally, for those of you who are not familiar with me, I am a totally ridiculous ham. And when Jocelyn told me that she had hit a hundred thousand in July, I literally burst into tears. I was just completely like overwhelmed and beyond excited because watching you work is truly surreal. It is absolutely just a point of profound inspiration, right? Like you came here, your literal life mission is to help women gain enormous amounts of intergenerational wealth so that we are able to really truly shift this planet. And the way that you show up for yourself, the way that you show up for everyone who is an FMM and all of the other work that you do too, is just remarkable because it's not just that you're like helping us do it. It's that you're doing it in tandem. And it really creates this just like remarkable union is the word that I just heard. Um, and it's, 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 it's miraculous. It's miraculous to watch. And it really shifts what's possible because when you're able to do that for yourself, and then you are able to have that impact on everyone around you, the ripple effect that that causes is so huge. It's wild. And yeah, like, of course, I'm excited about the money. We all want to make more money, but like, I would not be here with this success level if just money was the mission. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I love the freedom and I have kind of a traumatic financial situation that I've created. So obviously this is huge. And just in the business world, this is huge, but it's about like so much more. And this is like so much of the reason, right. That I created this container is, is for women to just like deeply embody, like, when I say wealth is an embodiment, I'm not joking, <laughs> right? And like magnetism, I'm not joking. That's what happens, right? It's like exactly what I said is available. And it's what happened. It's happened so many times and it happens to us in different, different, in different ways too. It's not all money. Money is just tangible. 
Um, and it's just so cool to me above anything else to show, especially in this time that we're living in right now, which like, don't even get me started. <laughs> um, it is so powerful to help women live around the system, but not, you know, like live in it, but not be of it. Right. Like, that's what I'm fucking here for is like, cool, yeah. fine. We can pay taxes. We can do this dumb thing. I'm not saying taxes are dumb, but like, you know what I mean? We can do all these little things they want us to do, these little rules, what the fuck ever. But like, this is not control my life. Right. I get to make as much money as I want. I get to do what I want. Like, if you look at my business, I'm basically making this money being a witch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and of course- you've- I teach very tangible things and I help people connect the dots in the 3D. But at the end of the day, I am like a business money and feminine energy witch. (laughs) I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, you are. And it is, it's just so remarkable too, because one of the things that I have witnessed over the course of FMM is just how much everyone in the container has gone through their own process of addressing their intergenerational trauma. I'm not the only, right? I'm not the only person in the container who has that family story of, you know, the backstabbing, the like, oh, if somebody succeeds, then everybody else gets, you know, screwed or whatever, like that dynamic, that is such a common theme for so many of us. And, and also the just, immigrant stories, right? Yes. Like oh my work God. so hard, right? Stay humble, be hidden, right? Because there's a lot, I mean, obviously you're already a very powerful witch, but you're in like the 0.01% of the population <laughs> at the level of witchery that you have going on, right? So most of the time too, I know we all got different things out of the container. Um, but I would say even, I feel like you have really expanded. Well, I think you've expanded in far more 3D ways in your business too, in this container with what I've witnessed, but I still feel like there's an increased vibration for sure. When I know you already had like the skill set, but when I look at you from February till now, the vibration of your work when February's, I'm sorry. April, April's when we started this first round of FMM, the vibration of your work is at like a totally new level. Well, you create this really profound sense of safety for people, right? Like one of the things that I, again, to like just reference that same thing about the, about just the way that like, we're not taught to support one another. We're taught to feel, especially women are taught to like pit against one another in these really vicious just manipulative, messed up ways. And you create this really profound sense of both safety and acceleration. And for me, one of the things that has been really, really scary was that I always, always knew that when I really stepped into this, that my life was going to change for the better in really dramatic ways, but that it was also going to be hard and that it was going to be different and that people that I was going to lose people that I had loved for a very long time because they don't understand what I'm doing. And I, the things that have happened, especially since April, I really I really needed that. I needed that. I needed that space. And it really allowed me to start to show up for myself 
in Mm -hmm. much bigger ways and not be scared to share what it is that I have always had inside of me. And that is, I feel like I just, I just, um, saw that, you know, those, um, American express commercials from years ago where they would be like, ah, you know, $10,000 on a do, 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 but like, this thing is priceless. Like do those, whatever, I'm doing a poor (laughs) job of explaining it, but, but I feel like that's what, like, it's like, it's it's like, you can spend this much money on FMM and like, you'll get these things, but like the real experience is like priceless and intangible. And one thing that I love about you that I will say forever and ever is that it's not just the money. You really embody and understand like the whole concept of how our health is our wealth. And wealth is not just about the way that we, you know, have money in a bank account. It's about the way that we move through society. It's about the help that we call in for ourselves. It's the way that we support each other. And you do a remarkable job of that. Like how many times have we heard other coaches and healers and things be like, Ooh, I'm not going to like do X, Y, and Z because I want to make the investment back on this thing first. And it's like, that's actually not how it works. Mm-hmm. And you understand that in a in a way that I again have rarely, if ever, met anyone who really gets that you need to go all in on yourself in this way that again we're not taught to do. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I've been going all in since day one. Hello, here we are. <laughs> you know? And yeah. it's like all in in the investments, all in on my mission, all in on backing myself all in on giving like exceptional experiences to my clients. Like this work is so important. Like I'm so important to me. And this work is so deeply important to me, especially as the planet continues to spiral out the way it is now. I'm like, ladies, like you don't have a choice, but to start doing things your way, unless you want to be like living under the energy of dictatorship. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's your option. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. to going. I'm not saying what that's necessarily what will pan out. I'm just saying that like energetically how things are going or how this, I know this came up on our FMM call last night, like these very present, like world war two energies that are still here. Ooh. This stuff is all still so present. And I don't think people realize that. And there's so much magic to be like, okay, cool. I see this happening. I don't like some of these things or I'm going to do what I can to change the tide. And also like, I'm just not, I'm opting out of this. Yeah. You know, like I, it is so important for us to have our full freedom in terms of like how we make our money, how we move through the world. And even like stepping more deeply into, you know, I always talk about our witch, our goddess, our queen. It's incredible what you can create out of thin air when you actually understand how to be a witch, like for real. I mean, every single woman in FMM would be in these situations, right? And things would come up and it'd be like, okay, do this, 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 and this. And like, it's going to change. And it would. And it's like, feels like magic. I'm like, this is, it is magic, but also this is just learning to to master energy in the 3D world because we are living in a 3D world. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like this, you know, 
Ruby, who's also going to be on the podcast, shared on one of her Instagram lives. She was like, this is a container that every woman needs to go through, which obviously felt so enormous for me to hear. And I really believe it's true because like, if we don't learn to move through the world like this, like what is the plan? Yeah. 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 What is the plan? Because what seems to be happening uh, (laughs) where I stand is that every single thing that people ever trusted is all of the social, our lies and are literally crumbling around us, right? Like everything. I, one thing that, you know, I experienced having been someone who was disabled for a number of years, which I, you know, I, it's hard to even like say it out loud, but it's real. And my therapist actually is always like, every time I skirt around it, you know, I try to use like different language. She's like, you were disabled (laughs) and you can just own that, you know, like it's okay to really own it. But for me, what I just saw over and over again was that if I had tried to do the safe thing, right. If I had said, okay, I'm gonna stick to this. I'm gonna like go through what could have been a year, multi-year process of appeals and all of this stuff, because I was like looking outside of myself to get support that the thing that a lot of my friends were ironically afraid of when I made this jump for myself, which was that they were afraid that I was going to end up basically like a decrepit mess living in a box under a river, that 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 was actually what would have happened if I didn't take the gamble on myself. And that, yeah. And, and you really, I mean, there's just, you really do show people what is possible when you make that jump. Like what you've been in business for this is my second year. Second year. Your second year in business. And <laughs> you have already reached heights that take people years, if ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because this is what we're here for. And this is what I said I was doing all along. Like, I mm-hmm. meant it. <laughs> yeah. Know? And yeah. again, to keep showing everyone, because I mean, it's just like at that point on the planet, I'm like, if you want to count on the system, the government, whoever to back you, forget it. Or you're going to be living in so much fear. You're barely going to be able to function because you won't, it's not trustworthy. You have no idea what's coming next. You have to be able to be sovereign in this world. Right. And that's when the world will actually change is when more people claim their sovereignty and the government, the media, et cetera, don't have such a stronghold on everyone because if everyone's not afraid, they don't have such a stronghold. And the reason that everyone needs to be afraid is because the people outnumber the system, right? And so the system needs people in fear to keep going. And people don't even see this like basic fucking equation of how power works in this world. And it's mind blowing to me. It's interesting too, because you know, like one of the pillars of my life is to restore justice to this planet. And I was actually looking this morning, um, you've heard me talk about this, but my parents met as peace activists. They were Catholic workers and they, um, and so literally from the time I was in the womb, I was on the streets marching for justice. And 
there are pictures of me in, you know, the paper over and over again as a baby with my dad at like pro-peace marches and um, anti-nuclear rallies and things. And so I have always been hyper, hyper aware of what was happening externally. And there, and because of also the amount of like just family trauma that I experienced as a kid growing up and just like the drama of my own experience. It was it was very clear to me that we really have, and this isn't meant to like be scary at all, but like we are, my guides say it to me all the time, we are our own rainy day fund. There is no, there is nothing external, not even from people with the most pure, best intentions. There is nothing external that will ever be bigger or brighter or more capable than what you are called, those whispers of your heart, those whispers of your soul. And I think one thing about you that, again, is so remarkable, and and you touched on this about like how I've changed in the past year um, but especially since April is that you're able, I am, I mean, I have like the most open crown that most people have ever seen, uh, from like, a, you know, people who are like psychic and read me, but the 3d stuff has always been my, like, that is my challenge. You know, that idea of like, God giveth and God taketh away. Like I am a fucking spiritual genius who came here to help people remember stuff. And the 3D has always been really hard for me. And the other thing that I knew was that being in your energy, because you were able to take that, that, that really high level information and translate it into simple, clear ways to succeed in 3D. And, <laughs> I, and I, that is a really crazy, awesome gift. And I'm so glad that you possess it. And that I was smart enough to know that I needed that. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, because it's like, and especially now, not only are we looking to quote unquote survive, but like, I'm like, ladies, we got to get rich in this environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're playing right? a whole other ball game. Yeah. Literally, wealth is required to have ease on planet earth at this time. Well, we're you here. Know, my, um, and also yeah, so it, opt out of all the stuff you don't want to deal with. Yeah. And even just think about like, my God, I, I was talking about this recently um, with one of my, with my brother, just when we were, a li- we grew up near um, a little league field and there was a little snack shack and I, we would sometimes go down there and, you know, get like little treats um, and you could buy like a hot dog, a bag of chips, a drink. It wasn't great, but you could get all of that for like 75 cents. And wages have not increased. In fact, when you look at wages statistically and you compare them to how much people were earning in the 1970s, at least in the US, people's wages have not just not increased, but they have decreased when you look at the value of a dollar from then compared to now. And it's so insane to see it. Like what? Like there are places right now where like a gallon of milk costs $6. How are people supposed to be able to raise a family and be comfortable and enjoy themselves and not be perpetually stressed out and basically asked over and over and over again by never being able to be comfortable because they're, they're relying on a system that was set up to to have them fail essentially yep so and and, for the opt-out and, and it's, 
Yeah. No, I was just going to say it's interesting too, because from like a bigger perspective, even the people for whom the system theoretically works, it does not work for them. If you look at pictures of people in power, they're not happy. They are stressed out and miserable, right? They are like, this is not like, things are not going well for anyone at this point from like a broad perspective on this planet. And so it's not just for like the people. It's literally like, we have to shift this for everybody because this doesn't work for anyone. Anyone. And I'm, yeah, I'm not just talking about money, right? There's people in power of a lot of money. I'm talking about overall wealth, health, sanity. Yeah. Everything. Like, yeah. Ooh, it's terrifying. Okay. So, but I'm, yeah. So, but I'm just, you know, I clearly was pushed to start this business when I started it for a reason. Cause you know, little did we know, you didn't know either. It wasn't this crazy yet. What was coming and that like that call forward was clearly strong. Oh, you're right now this way. It was so strong. And, you know, it's interesting because I've always, <laughs> I was always one of those weirdos who, you know, have been like, I've been waiting for the Great Awakening. I remember. And people were like, you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Like, Here we are. You're a spiritual nutcase over there, you know? And I was like, someday. And last year I woke up, I think it was March 13th or 14th of last year. And I woke up and I could feel the energy had shifted and it was like an antenna had gone off. And I was like, oh my God, it's on. Like I was like, I was like, I have full body chills right now. I knew that this thing that I had been waiting for, this giant planetary shift was like really unfolding in a new way. Like it's always been unfolding, but there was something very clear. The energy had shifted. And um, and it is just remarkable to like watch how this is all playing out. And um, and also just how God, how divisive things have become, right? Like to me, that is again really antithetical to that idea of the economy of generosity into what you foster in FMM, which is this sense of we are here on this planet. It does not matter whether someone has the same ideas as you or different ideas. We have to live with each other. And what has never, you know, what has never worked that we know has never worked? Any of the solutions that we've tried, right? War does not (laughs) work. Fascism does not work. Like these things do not work as a long game. They don't work. So what are we going to be dummies and be like, well, we're going to just use those same tired solutions in quotes. Like they do not work. And that is where your work is so bleeping powerful, right? Is because you're like, here, I've got the new solutions right over here. Like it's none of these things that we keep applying. And it's like smart people buy into this stuff too. It's wild. Keep applying the same tactics throughout history over and over and over to new situations and expect a new result. Yeah. Right. I say the World War II energies are still here. Oh, I so, and it is, it's, it is, it's heavy to watch. Like it's people, so heavy to watch. Um, and it's so crazy too, because one thing that I keep bringing up just over and over again is like, when you look at what's happening, if people could just take a breath and like, look from above or look from below and really see the ways 
that this this idea of like being pitted against each other, it does not work. It has never worked. It will never work. And the problems are not external. It's like we have to get correct with ourselves in this really deep way right now. And I think the other thing I love about FMM and your work is that there is the tangible 3D and you're also really teaching people to step so deeply into spirit in bold, really just like gorgeous divine ways because we are spiritual beings. And I really have always believed that a lot of the like trauma that people experience on this planet is a direct result of the fact that we have forgotten that we are part of spirit. It's always so interesting to me because I always talk about taking this like bird's eye view, you know, et cetera as well, which also helps us not buy into all these crazy narratives, divisiveness, polarity, right, wrong, drama, drama, media, like all this 3D Earth's plane stuff, you know? Yeah. It's always going to be here, different shades of it. And the nature of like the frequency of planet Earth does have duality and polarity. It's part of like the density of, of this planet, you know? And it's all good. We have to learn how to work with it, like to our benefit, which is totally available. But yeah, I always say, I'm like, if if you could actually like get out of fear, like step out of fear, step out of your body and like imagine yourself floating in space, looking at how all these idiots are moving. You'd be like, what are these people doing? And like feel the energy coming off this planet by how much of it is fear driven. Yeah, it would be frightening. But right, we're we're sponges. We're little baby sponges. So we've been programmed with all of these stories, these lies, the way the world works, the way the world has to work. Um, you know, we're given five hundred trillion different facts a day to prove whatever point they want us to believe at any point in time. Like it's just it's wild, and it's so funny to me because obviously I believe in science. But when people try to ride these science okay. so hard. I'm like, <laughs> Do you realize that they can quantitatively make you believe anything they want you to believe under the sun, whether it's to your benefit or not? If you keep only believing, right? And this is why I believe that the rise of the divine feminine on this planet, I don't mean this in some like woo-woo, let's all go put on a flowy fucking dress vibe. I mean this for real. Like our hyper focus on masculine energy and needing like facts, and linear timelines and proof and evidence and blah, 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 blah. The world has been turning that way for so long and it goes in cycle after cycle after cycle of dramas where we fight about and debate about like facts and science and like what can we prove and what can we not. And it's such an enormous distraction from actually helping people like be well and thrive. It's Mm -hmm. literally like the equivalent of, you know, I don't know, like when people like, like, okay, I went to Ivy League school, but let's say people are talking shit about people. And it's like the people having these hyper intellectual debates in an Ivy League school about, you know, whatever theory, philosophical (laughs) theory, while people are dying on the street. You know what I mean? That's the vibe right now. Oh my God. I, okay. So 
I went to Wesleyan, which likes to call themselves the one of the little Ivies, which feels very embarrassing if I'm being quite honest, <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, um, it feels like really like me too. Like here I am, I'm good too. Um, and like Wesleyan is amazing. It could just be like a cool, you know, just its own thing. Yeah. Anyway, there, there were things about it that were very hard for me. And that was one of the things that was almost impossible for me about, I was so smart and I was hyper nerdy and I loved learning always from the time I was a kid. Books were like a true way that I was saved as a kid. And I, and being in college was really hard for me because it was, it became so clear to me as I was there that all of this disconnect, the theory, as opposed to the practical application was really damaging. It was it's really damaging. So damaging. It's like 90% of what's on the news. Yeah. 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 And I mean, they is, try to spin it like it's practical, but it's not. It's no. really just like, here's a fact, here's a new fact. Oh, we've we've found something else new. Like switch the numbers around again. Oh, now it's this, now it's that. Oh, like it's insane. The amount, like people's brains can't even handle this. Everyone is just so, and it leads people to be so confused and so in fear. It's and so know, intellectual. It's not even real. And it puts people in this place like, of like, of just like total fear and inability to move. And I, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but like, I, I don't know this person well, but I know of someone who I heard tell a story a couple months ago about a decision that they were not sure what they were going to do in this scenario. But on one side, they had their parents tell them that if they did a thing that they were not going to speak to them anymore. And on the other hand, they had clients telling them that if they didn't do a certain thing that they were going to like essentially stop seeing them. And it's like, when are we going to really refocus and say, it is not fair to put our own stuff on other people. And I'm not, you know, there are a lot of ways that we're all really being shown that our choices are our choices. And the only thing that we can control, and I do not mean control, obviously, but the only thing we really have power over is how we engage with a situation. We cannot make anybody else do anything we want them to do. Nothing. I don't want to. I don't care. I'm not here to judge people's choices. I'm just reflecting on how we actually treat each other. And like, yeah, let that happen through and not having it through like rose tinted government media glasses. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know that's all you're saying. And I just, and to me, like that is really one of the like beautiful powers of this group too, is that it's been interesting to watch the way that we all communicate with each other because we make space for people to have opinions that are different than our own. And we all still really care about each other and are able to engage in a way that to me should be the model for the planet, right? That should be the way we show up for each other is like, wow. Like to me, and I know I I said this actually to someone who, a a dear friend of mine who stopped speaking to me recently, um, because she's upset about essentially my like spiritual awakening and the way that I'm sharing information in public. And I, I said to her, 
And I really mean this in a very deep way. I, you know, when I say that I was born remembering or born awake, whatever, it just means that I know, always knew that we were supposed to steward each other in the planet. It's like not that complicated. But the difference is that when I, when you move that way, which I know you understand, there is a way that that is really different and hyper alienating from the way that not just people engage, but the way that systems have been set up. Right. And so for me, my relationships with other people were never predicated on them thinking or doing or feeling or experiencing things in the same way that I did. Because first of all, my life was crazy. (laughs) It was not like anything that anyone else has ever experienced except my siblings. And I, and it's, you know, it was unique. And a lot of people have crazy stories, right? But there is this way that for me, I was like, what do you mean? You're like, never going to talk to me again because I have a different opinion than you. Like that is ridiculous. How many times in the course of my friendship with like that person and many others, did I have radically different experiences than that? And I was still able to hold space for them and still love them. And that is so scary to me right now is watching people just be like, you know what? Fine. I'm never going to talk to you again. And it's like, well, that feels deeply unhelpful because even from the perspective of like, if you really believe in a certain thing and, and it's, it, I, and I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm literally talking about everything right now because everyone is just bickering about everything. And again, I feel like that space, the return to the divine feminine the, the remembering, right? Like for those of us who are clear cognizant, mm-hmm. who you are definitely clear cognizant, you've always just known really, really deep truths. We were badgered from the time we were little kids. How do you know that? Why do you know that? Like from every angle, we were taught to mistrust this information. And the real beauty is when you're able to be like, there is a divine masculine and there is a divine feminine. And we all possess that duality. It is part of being alive on this planet. It's part of why we all are here is so that we can learn to navigate that, right? Like no matter how much better things get, earth will still be a place where people come to learn about polarities. Yeah, definitely. And and it is just about embracing our differences instead of getting really caught up in that. And, and to me, to me, that, that like sacred remembering and like coming deeply into the sense that like women do have a really special hyper unique power. And that is another thing that I love, even just the title of FMM, like it's just so good because it starts off with that feminine, like, right. It's like this reclamation of a, a body of knowledge and a language that we were all born with men and women and people of all the spectrum in terms of gender. We were all born with that, but we were taught from day one to mistrust it. And the way that things get really wild and powerful is when you can say, all right, I'm going to nail that, like the 5D as it were, the feminine, and I'm also going to excel at 3D. And I'm going to figure out a way to do it all. And that is the power I really think of your work. Thank you. And I really love this reclamation of the divine feminine. I think that's what all of my work is truly with FMM being the most focused in that direction specifically. Because I do feel that like us actually learning how to work with the energies of the world, like they're around all of us, right? It's turned off in men, it's turned off in women, it's turned off in everyone. And that is why there's so much stress. There's so much overthinking, right? Think People think they're experiencing life is moving slow. Like they're not fulfilled in love. Like it's just, it's wild. And it's like by design, how it happens. 
but it's not real. You know what I mean? It's not like the only truth. And when we tap into this like other level of wisdom and learn how to apply it in our 3D life, right? You get to start creating a life on your terms that feels good. And this really redefines like how the world starts to move as men and women wake up in this way. And I really think so much of this divine and feminine waking actually inspires the like divine masculine to stop being expressed on the planet in such a chaotic way. It's very much like women don't, I think, always fully understand the degree to how powerful, like our energy is really strong, right? Like how quickly, and I'm not saying like we're responsible for how men move through the world or anything close to that, but quite often, let's just look at a romantic relationship it's our energy that ends up shifting the dynamic, right? It's our, we set the guardrails for like, I'm going to be treated like this, not going to be treated like that. Like, da, 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 da. And there's so many ways that masculine energy actually looks to us for like how to move. And I don't even mean like in a gender way. I'm just using dating because it's such a clear example. And I see it all the time. I see it with myself. I see it in clients. And it's really like, I think that the, like, uh, clearly our power was a threat in the past because witches were burned, right? That threatened science and yada, yada. Mm. So obviously we've been powerful or we wouldn't have gone through the level of oppression that women have been through. And I'm definitely not taking anything away from men. Men have been through a whole other wild can of worms thanks to the system. Yeah. <laughs> but I focus on women, but and and obviously men are doing their own work and that's super powerful. I just have just noticed how much shifts around me, including the masculine energy around me, right? Including the men in my life, including even like in my business, what support ends up looking like, how stable the business feels like it's how the money, I always talk about money as masculine energy because of how it feels when you have it, stable, supportive, et cetera. All the masculine, the more expressed and the more empowered and the more embodied my feminine is. And we all know, I don't mean just like laying around taking bell blasts. I'm talking about real feminine witchcraft, fully on magnetic energy, receiving, et cetera, is it's really interesting to me how all the other masculine areas like fall right in line. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's interesting. It's kind of too. wild. I've never really explored that till I just said it out loud, <laughs> but I do feel that it's true. It is. It's really true. And it's really interesting also. I mean, have you some... seen this like with your, you usually always talk about like your brother and like, that's a really interesting um, exploration for you, right? If your relationship with the mass as you live together, he helps you in your business. Like you probably yeah. have this. Oh yeah. And it's been amazing to see like when I have been out of alignment and I have been spinning out and I have been trying to like micromanage things and control things and like get really hyper specific about the way that I wanted outcomes to be. It caused a lot of tension on our relationship with each other. And when I am able to really just step into trust, which is another thing that you, again, that you just really like help hold that space for me and help me really lean into. And you, you've done another thing for me, which is not just like something that, you know, was something from FMN. This is also like a deeper credit to the fact that you and I are soul sisters and you are one of my dearest friends in this life. And you have really helped teach me 
that it is really safe for me to just speak my truth. Like you've seen it in really funny, small ways where like, I'll get really gummed up about something and be like, oh, I like, oh, like I can be a weenie. My guides straight up call me a weenie. They tell me all the time to stop being a weenie. And I, but it is like all of these just genetic and learned and experienced trauma responses. And you have really helped shown me how it is not scary to just tell people how you feel. And that to me speaks and, and that there's still that the people who really love us unconditionally are going to hear what we're saying and keep showing up for us, even if they don't understand, you know, initially or like have a different perspective than us, that there is a way for people to really peacefully resolve. I don't want to use the word conflict, but just like differences of opinions or like different experiences. And you really do show up for people in this way where because you are so, you're, you just, say it like it is. You're such a spitfire and such an Aries in that way where you're just like, oh no, like (laughs) that does not work for me. And for me, I really needed that. Like I am a sun and moon in Taurus. My Chiron is in Taurus. Like I need that energy to really ground how much of a star person I am. But it also makes it hard because I can get really overwhelmed and just like scared essentially of hurting other people's feelings. And you have really shown me that when I can step out of that, that I am able to hold space for people in a much better way because I'm actually showing up for myself. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, you're what your whole brand is. We came here to remember, right? Yeah. And you reclaiming like who your soul actually is. I mean, all these things we go through, all these fears, all these insecurities, all these unsupported belief systems, all of this stuff, none of it's real. It doesn't belong to us. It's all learned. So when I was saying that we're sponges, I'm like, so let's let that work to your benefit. And this is why I love feminine magic and money. I'm like, come into my world for five months and see what happens to you. Because it's like, you get to rewire, like we're still sponges, you know, it's just that now we're undoing all this old stuff and programming in totally new information and like much higher level, higher frequency information, not to. Oh yeah. 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 Start moving through the world and receiving at a whole different level. Because I mean, the way that I experienced, obviously there's like the phenomenal guest experts and I'd love to hear about your experiences with them. And then from for my piece of the work, like the way it comes through me is like, and this really came online even more strongly this year. I just like receive these activations from the planet and then they'll just have me like channel it through. Obviously there's my channeled wisdom. You know, I'm very psychic also. I can see what's going on with everybody, blah, blah, blah. But in addition to that, in terms of like, you know, helping be the guidance system forward for the most like speed, grace, et cetera. But for me, the way that even like my healing gift comes through, it's just like I receive these like, you know, channeled activations. And, you know, you've even like um, when I've worked with you and you're, you know, for example, you talked about like Arcturian energy coming through me powerfully. And you were the third oh. healer in one week to tell me that was happening. And I've always, mine's always been interesting because I've always been like a really strong channel, but I haven't always been paying attention to where it's coming from. And like healers will be like, oh, this is happening to you. I'm like, oh, interesting. Um, Some energies I feel very clearly. Lemurian energy. Like, you know how we had that Lemurian activation, like two. Yeah. 
That one was really yeah. powerful. That I knew was Lemurian energy because I knew how it felt. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, or like I felt dragon energy very clearly. Anyway, I receive a lot of information from a lot of different places. You sure do. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> kind of Never forget the Pleiades. You're also a Pleiadian chick. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, that's, that one's like sure as shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. Everyone go listen to Bringers of the Dawn. <laughs> No, the uh, Pleiades are like, the Pleiades are like knocking on the door. They're like, wait, don't forget about us. Don't forget about <laughs> us. No, that's definitely true. I think they were one of the first to come to me, just in terms of how my messaging is, et cetera. It makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. Then it'll just get channeled through into these like healings that literally like come through my body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just wild. Even last night, when some of the women were saying like their body pain was gone. I haven't even been, you know, we do a lot of things, but I will not say that my area has been like that I promote removing body pain. You know what I mean? It's not really- Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like you've stepped much more deeply into your role as a healer. Yeah. Which you no know? wonder I attract so many. Hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of other types of women too. Well, yeah. Shelly told me that. Shelly was, yeah. Shelly, what's Shelly's last name? I love Shelly. You guys can check Shelly Marie Ayers. Um, yeah. She is an absolute, oh God, she is a hot ticket. She is an angel healer, a mystic. She is a powerful witch. She was the first one to reflect to me. She was like, you're a feminine energy healer. Like in yeah. all the ways, all the things you're doing, that's what you're doing. Yep. And I was yeah. like, oh, vibes. And then I was like, okay, well, I received... You know, it was actually on Mona where I did one of the first ones. And she, I remember she messaged me back the next day. She was like, I don't know what happened. It's like, I changed my life in 24 hours. I'm going to go be a digital nomad. She got a $50,000 raise in her job. It was like everything. Jason was like, and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to go deeper. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It is so remarkable. And it's been so beautiful because you have that capacity and you are like stepping up so much for everyone in the container. And then all of the guest experts, I mean, you asked us at one point a couple of weeks ago, like, you know, what we, to give feedback about them. And I couldn't even Every one of them just brought something so remarkable to the table and you integrated Elise the scenes work. She is also one of our soul sisters and she was a recurring expert. And that was super powerful to like get the activations from you and then have that support of helping to like shift through the trauma and do the breath work and like be present in that meditative way as a way of like continuing on the journey. And then, oh my God, Amy Rushworth. Oh, she is <laughs> one of the most fucking funny, amazing. She makes me, she makes my heart beat like, oh God, she is really just remarkable. And all of them, Monica, Scarlet, like everyone had iris. Like, my God, there were just these ways that every one of them did something really powerful for me. And I know that I had been, so this is interesting because the thing Shelly told me um, last year at some point, and this is something I had always known, 
but that it had been hard for me to like integrate into my own life is related to what Iris did in the container, which is Shelly told me last year that I really needed to start respecting and honoring the ways that my energy levels shift super dramatically in terms of my cycle. And it doesn't happen to everybody, but for some people it does. Yeah. And then, and so I had been working on doing that in a, in a way, but then when Iris came in and she was, she was our first guest expert, I think. And that was remarkable because it was just another reminder of how powerful that is to really respect yourself and your own body. And I started during the session with her, I like literally went into my calendar and I started like blocking off the chunks of time where I know cyclically my body cannot hold space for other people. I can barely move. <laughs> you know, there are days yeah. during the month when I'm so tired that like, all, and you know, I also have like a chronic pain management yeah. process. So there's all this other stuff too, but it just helped me so much to like really start to respect that, really start to integrate it, really be given permission in this way to say like, wow, this typical, you know, capitalist system, like the grind where you're showing up every day with the same energy and da, 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 it's like, that's not how women's uh, bodies work. Yeah. And it's not required. Right. And this is why I brought the level of women that I brought in too, because none of them are doing anything crazy, this crazy stuff, right? And they're all successful and they're all witches, right? And it just yeah. shows you so powerfully what's available. And their work is obviously really potent, which is the primary reason yeah. that I invited them in. So what would you say have been the most substantial changes to your life and business um, coming from being inside the container? I am holding space for people in a remarkably different way. I mean, I, <laughs> oh, I am laughing because, um, I, as you know, I am oh, officially launching my first high-end container. Um, I started well, working on container, it. Cause you have high-end one-on-one. Yeah, I have high-end one-on-one, which is amazing, but it's my first high-end group container. And I had started working on this when I was in the cohort and it never, I could like never quite get a handle on it. And over the course of this journey in FMM, it has just started to like be so clear to me what it is that I'm doing. And it's called Angelic Alchemy Academy. It's launching in September. It's going to be a six-month journey where people are able to... I hold a really hyper-specific energy that no one else alive does. And that is one of the things that you have also helped me with so much, not just in FMM, but just in general, is really boldly claiming that level of genius that I possess. And you you have just helped me in an FMM. Like I've really seen a remarkable difference just in that like sense of like the safety and the like feeling held and the way that that like loops together and turns into this like circle of receipt, as it were, has been remarkable for me because you're holding this space where I feel so safe and I feel so held. I feel so seen, you know, like it's just, it's so different to feel so seen and it's making it so that I am able to start to hold space for people in a really, really, really different way. And in a way that I have always seen that I was literally born to do because I have seen myself like performing in stadiums. I have seen, you know, healer Shelly saw me giving Ted talks. You have seen me like 
really having this profound global platform and I'm really stepping into it in a really, really, really different way. And I have had my own like trauma responses, again, tapping into that like fear of like people not being happy for me, not being able to hold space for the success. And so I've also seen over the course of this container moments where like I started to get a lot of momentum and then the fear crept in. But to have had the support and to have had that space of just like pure unadulterated acceptance and love and not and excitement. Like you're excited about my gifts. You're like, yeah. it's, it's just this really beautiful experience to like be in the energy of someone who is a fucking cheerleader for, you know, this level of beauty and restoration and like restoring justice, basically. Like you're here to help restore justice to this planet in a really big way. And it just makes it so that like that level of like, being held makes it so that you can really step into your own truth in a way where you're like, you know what, whatever is happening externally does not matter. What matters is what I am. Am I showing up for myself in the way that I need to be? Because once, once you're able to do that, everything else falls into place perfectly. Totally. So, and then what about, cause I also feel like you've really stepped um, up financially as well. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, wow. I have. Obviously it's called feminine magic and money. And I so have. I would love to hear too, how your relationship to money, your ability to receive money. It's a triggering, it's a, it's a, it can be a heavy topic, right? Like how that has evolved. And also your relationship, you know, one of the reasons you joined was really desiring that deeper level of peace within your physical body. Um, you know, there is so much embodiment work and our bodies aren't receiving anything. They don't feel safe receiving. So there's nothing, you know, we got to like get to it on that front. So yeah, I'd love to hear about those two areas too. Oh yeah. Well, from a physical body perspective, it has been really, I mean, I just continue to be able to like be in my physical body in new ways. The work that we do has a direct effect on that. I look different. I sound different. I am like, I feel like my level of clarity, like I I described it earlier, actually in the FMM chat um, (laughs) as having had, I feel like there was this way where I and Elise and I were talking about this earlier too, about how I just kind of, because of the amount of trauma that I lived through, I always sort of had one foot out the door in this way. And it made it so that I, I was, I was never fully present and I cannot hold the space I need to for other people if I'm not really grounded into my own physical body and I don't feel safe in my physical body. And, you know, like in the past, since 2019, I've lost over 40 pounds. My body has shifted. You know, I still have a very rigorous, I call it medication meditation routine that like helps keep my physical body in line. But my pain is different than it was even in April. Like there are ways that I just continue to become so much more physically grounded and stronger. And, and I can like see differences in my physical form. Um, so that has been really remarkable. And then from the money perspective, I have a really, you know, I, I signed, when did, at some point in the winter was when I made the jump and I said, I wanted to do this with you. And then it didn't start until. 
I think you signed up in February or March, February or March. And then we started in April. Yeah. So I saw a direct result immediately. Like, like from the time that I said yes to this, I started calling in remarkable celestial mentees, people who just have the way that I have watched people change themselves and the way that I have witnessed people unfold, <coughs> excuse me, um, has just been so incredible. And I, and so for me, that, right, there's that direct relationship between like, what am I comfortable charging? What am I doing for people? How do I quantify the value of what it is that I'm bringing to the table? And you have, because you are one of my greatest cheerleaders, I mean, straight up, <laughs> you are one of my greatest cheerleaders. And I, and because you can see me so clearly, you've just helped me be able to like command the level of respect for myself. It's not that other people don't take me seriously. It's like, how seriously do I take myself? And that has changed everything because as I've been able to really step into like seeing myself in the way that, for example, you see me, um, it has made it so that I'm able to hold space for clients. I have such just an incredible litany of one-on-one people that I've worked with. And I am so beyond proud of every single one of you, them. Like, I just can't, it's, it's been fucking amazing. And, you know, and the money has just been so, it's been beautiful to watch for me because like, I have so much family trauma and drama surrounding money that I will not even get into. You can listen to past conversations that we've had, um, because I know we do need to wrap it up. You have to go get ready for your next thing. But I, um, but I, but there is just this way that as I have been able to take that trust fall, everything else has just shifted. And I am reminded literally like 400 times every day by how held and safe and protected I am. Yeah. And also like you're making a full income in this divine gift now. Yeah. Right. Like I am like, that wasn't as present even half a year ago. No, no, it was not. And, you know, I have, there have been moments where I've been really, really nervous. I mean, it's funny because of course this week, this week, oh, astrologically, my God, and just all of it this week and the week before have been really heavy. And I've even been called to move through like deeper and deeper and deeper levels of my own baloney. And, um, we had, a an FMM call last night and we did a really powerful ceremony and I could literally this morning I woke up and I found out that an interview that I had done that I thought wasn't going to get released until September had actually been released today. And so I was saying to you earlier, like in terms of the direct, like results of what we did last night, like I can see something shifted in a really big way. And my own timeline, my own capacity to speak my truth and show up. It was another one too, that actually came out yesterday has been accelerated by at least a month. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and 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 it's just, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. It's beautiful to like, watch how also I want to put a plug in too, just for anyone who is saying like, Ooh, you know, I don't want to invest in myself. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. And and one thing that I have really seen and you have shown me in a very, very powerful way is that when people have to take a really big gamble, 
from a financial standpoint, whatever that means to them. But the the bigger the gamble, the more you're going to show up for yourself and the more you're going to need, especially like in my case, where I was really doing a trust fall, where I cannot tell you the number of months where I've been like, am I going to be able to keep the lights on? But like everything keeps on ticking and like everything keeps on working. And when I start to get really scared and fall out of alignment and like, like get out of that space of trust, I also do a disservice to what I've witnessed, not just in the past couple of months, but that I've seen my whole life, which is that when we can sit in peace, even when it's scary, even when it's hectic, the way that the world supports us is profound and beautiful. And for you to help wake women up to this, to help them remember what is really has always been in every one of our hearts, it it's literally going to change the planet. That's going to heal things. That's what keeps me excited. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you would like to share for anyone who's considering joining? Um, do it. I said it earlier, but my guides say it all the time. It's one of my like favorite, favorite quotes from my own like self slash higher self guides is you are your own rainy day fund. And doing something like this, specifically joining FMM is going to help wake you up to your potential in a way that nothing you have ever done will. And the space that is going to be held for you, the way that you're going to start to be able to like move through your own trauma and your own fears, because those are really the things that hold us back. I think that's another, like this, this idea that like things that other people are doing are, you know, the, the things that like make it so we're not able to like succeed or achieve things. Every dumb thing, I mean, not every, but in my grown life, especially in the past, like 20 years, there are moments in my life where you can, I can look and say, I chose fear. I chose fear. And this last time when I was like in that really, really, really dark space of just like despair and what was I going to do and how was I going to support myself? And like, I kept getting rejected from disability and I didn't even want to be on disability to begin with. Like I, I'm not, I, have nothing but love in my heart for people who need that support. But on my end, I've always wanted to do something really big for the planet. And so it was really hard for me to like be okay with that for myself. Like I wanted, and I wanted to craft a business where I was able also to physically support myself because I cannot work in an office. I can't type a lot. I can't, there's a lot of stuff that I have to be very gentle with my physical body. And that is another thing that I've really learned from you is how how those things can be simultaneous truths. I can have a business that supports me and makes it so that I am able to take care of myself in a way that someone who had very serious chronic illness and disability really needs to be taken care of. And even to just go further again, it's like from that like broader cultural perspective, like how are we supporting people? What is it that we're doing? Like, are we creating the space to let other people shine in the ways that they're different, which is what makes this tapestry of humanity so goddamn beautiful? or are we like micromanaging ourselves and other people to death and I really you my guides have said it about you so many times you I grew up in New England I come from a cat a very stern Irish Catholic family on my mom's side and my guides call you the antidote (laughs) 
to that like that like clenched fear sort of puritanical and also there's a lot of overlaps from like the Irish Catholic you know that muddiness that runs permeates the air of the place that I was born in this life right in New England and they my guys literally call you the antidote to that they're like she is here to help people remember that they can both have fun and lead a beautiful deliriously wonderful life and be able to show up for themselves and the planet and make a good living and take care of take care of ourselves. Yeah, that's exactly my belief system that life just yeah. doesn't get to actually be a vibe. Yeah. All this suffering is not required. I don't mean nope. lessons aren't required. I mean this chosen suffering that we continue to put ourselves through. Yeah. 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 Cause when you can't move through that trauma, you get stuck in the trauma loop and you and I have both been there and we know what that's like. <laughs> that's also, we've talked about, if anybody wants to hear more about our own <laughs> our <laughs> reference previous episodes of Queen, yeah, Queen Flow, you'll be able to hear more about your drama, my drama. <laughs> you and I are very, dri- you and I really, we are like, <laughs> We are, we are spectacular. We are spectacular. Always. Oh yeah. I've got it in my past too, obviously. Mm. But you know, ladies, like we <sighs> can laugh about it because this shit gets to get transmuted so fast too. Andrew and I both always talk about how fast energy was moving on the planet. All the quantum healing that happens inside of FMM, like happens fast. Andrea's work like works at the light of spe- speed, light of speed. I mean, now can't even use normal English. Speed of light. <laughs> it's just, there's nothing to be waiting for. Like magic is here and it's available. And yeah. Andrea, before we wrap up, I know you mentioned your, I love that it's six months. So, you know, I love these long, juicy, intimate experiences. Your yeah. container, is there anything else you would like to share around ways to work with you, what you have going on, what people should look out for? Yes, I have. Oh my God, I'm really excited about this. And I'm direct, you guys should know, I'm using a playbook that Jocelyn taught me <laughs> in the cohort right now. Um, I am hosting in anticipation for my Angelic Alchemy Academy, that six month journey next Friday, which is August 20th. I think this will have come out by then. So people will still have time to register. I am hosting a group ceremony, which is going to be so much fun. And it is called a night of angelic alchemy. So I would really, really, really love for um, anyone who is interested. You can find me on uh, my website. We are here number two to remember.com. We are here to remember.com on Instagram at Sea Witchery. Um, I have a Facebook group, which is super fun where I go live typically every week with like what I call an energetic scene report because I love to you know, use the <laughs> the fun vibes, the club, the feel of like the intergalactic party. So yeah, next Friday, if you are interested in working with me right now, it is $97 on pre-sale. And I will honor that for anyone who hears about this and decides to take the jump next week because technically the price is going up. So um, yeah, yeah, you can register from that, uh, register for that one. If you go to my Instagram, my link tree, um, a night of angelic alchemy. And I just can't wait to see um, who finds me because of this podcast, because you always help me find just the 
best, best, best. So I am, I am very honored. I'm very honored too by the beautiful web of women that I've created on the internet. <laughs> like yeah. not that I personally created, but like who find me and then find each other. It's really powerful to watch. It's super cool. It's amazing. The unfolding is spectacular. So yeah. And I, and I, and I want to just say something too. The last thing I'll just, I, I, I talked to this, but I'm reminded of something that you always bring up too, is, you know, if you're thinking about joining FMM and you're not, and you decide not to do it, if you come back to this space six months from now, it's going to cost more and you're still going to be in that same place because nothing will have shifted for you. So if you are getting caught up in that like 3D narrative of like, I don't have the money, I would love to do this, but ooh, boo, 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 all of that. I'm not dismissing that those feelings can feel really oppressive and heavy, but the only way to get through them is to get through them. Totally. And I mean, it's true. And also come in while I have so much space to create the intimacy and the whole thing. Like, ladies, I'm on a trajectory here. (laughs) For real, right? People need to remember this. The bigger your platform gets, right? Like that intimacy level starts costing more and more money, right? And is not, and is like not as available. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been eternally grateful for the women where I moved earlier who I knew were really talented. Things don't just stay the same. No, they do not. They do not. And when you choose to play small, instead of taking those risks on yourself, you get you get stuck in a place that is not just uncomfortable, but is currently, in my opinion, untenable from like a planetary perspective. What does so we mean it means it's just it can't work, it can't last. Like if you're not at this point it's really time to step up and play the game of beauty and love and joy and justice and that means that you have to really take a leap of faith on yourself. So yeah, I, 100%. Yep. Well, I love you so much Andrea, you already know that. Thank you all. I love you. And I can't wait for people to be able to like hear this and just be so inspired because that's how I found you was I I heard you on an Instagram live last summer and I heard the resonance of your voice. And I was like, I need to work with this woman. I just knew it. And I trusted that whisper. And look at where I am now. My life is so different. And if I had like talked myself out of it, I can't, I mean, oh, I'm not even going to go down that path. It just would not have, I would have chosen fear again, but here I am. So, and you've pulled so many timelines in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's It's remarkable. All right, ladies. Well, all the ways to get in touch with Andrea are going to be in the episode notes. We are in pre-sale for Feminine Magic and Money through August 20th. So that's 888 off. The enrollment page is up to date. You can see all the phenomenal guest experts who are going to be with us this go round. Obviously, DM me if you have any questions. And I cannot recommend Andrea's work enough either. It's insane magic having experienced so much of it myself. I'm so grateful she's in my life. And yeah, I love you all so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, beauty. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Andrea. 
I love talking to her so much and I'm just so honored and honestly just so heart fulfilled by the expansion that she's had inside of Feminine Magic and Money just for her life and her business and her relationship to self and what that gets to look like now. It's really powerful work. So this is your reminder that pre-sale is closing end of day, Friday, August 20th, midnight Eastern to join this insanely magical container. This is the last time I will be opening doors on Feminine Magic and Money this year. It's a five-month container, so doors only open twice a year, as you can imagine. (laughs) And the teachers in this round are just absolutely phenomenal. We're starting in October, which is really a fucking vibe because you know how witchy it is in that that fall season, how the portals are so open. So I know the activations that are going to be coming through for the women who say yes are just going to be like insanely next level. So head to show notes um, to view the enrollment page, DM me with questions. You should either be able to, I'm not sure if my web center has it up yet. You'll either be able to make your payment directly on the enrollment page or just DM me if you want to join. All the details are there. The pricing um, for pre-sale, the extended payment plan, all other podcast episodes that would be a vibe for you to listen to if you're interested in the container um, but want to feel into it more, obviously hit my DMs with questions. I love you and I'm so excited for the women joining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.